Krieg name Christian Esquera, and welcome to this episode of After the Fact, where we get to see things more clearly, where we get a better sense of the truth. Let's begin by dissecting the news. One of the most vocal critics of President Duterte's human rights record also found herself in jail early on. Senator Leila de Lima's ordeal began on February 24, 2017, just less than a year after Duterte became president. Allegedly, she conspired with convicted criminals at the new Bilibid prison to engage in drug trade. De Lima has since been acquitted in one of three such charges, but she remains in detention just the same, a living symbol to her supporters of the oppressive Duterte regime. Now, during this period of detention, De Lima was also prevented from attending Senate sessions, even if she is deemed innocent until proven guilty beyond reasonable doubt. Now, in the 2022 elections, she's running for a second term, but even more odds are stacked against her, a candidate campaigning from prison. Be part of our discussion. Send us your questions and comments on our YouTube live chat or tweet us using the hashtag ANCAfterTheFact. Joining us tonight is Attorney Dino De Leon. He is the spokesperson of Senator Leila De Lima. Good evening, Attorney uh, De Leon, and thank you very much for joining us tonight on the program. Good evening, Christian, and to all our viewers. It's a pleasure okay, let, to be here. Let's talk about the difficulty of uh, campaigning for a second term while your candidate is in detention. First, I'd like to ask you, uh, was it a difficult decision to go for a second term, to run for a second term, given her situation? Um, no, for Senator Delima, it was very clear that she will be continuing her mandate and her service to the people. Um, they tried to silence her, um, got great submission for the last five years, but her spirit remains intact, her conscience is clear, which is why she said that there is no other uh, way to go but to continue her service to the people. But of course, some other even uh, well-meaning people tried to dissuade her from proceeding but she said um, that considering that her uh, conscience is clear, her track record is very good. She remains to be uh, one of the most prolific legislators in the Philippines. She will continue with her service, which is why she was um, devoted right from day one to actually continue her term. But you know for a fact that um, given her record of criticizing President Duterte, she would be a natural target by the administration, perhaps to make sure that she won't make it in the Magic 12. Well, is that Christian, how you also see it? Well, Christian, she, um, they already tried to stop her and, um, and silence her into submission. The only reason why she's in jail is because she spoke up against the administration and she remains steadfast in fighting for the rights of the Filipino people. Of course, they will target her. But what's worse than being in jail for the last five years serving the Filipino people? What her undergoing is very difficult. Um, she, it is difficult to be inside jail. She's alone most of the time. And, um, for, um, and she is being alleged of Crime. She never committed her only um, her only crime or her only fault is she spoke up against human rights abuses, especially um, for those people who have been victimized um, in the violent war against drugs. So yes, they will try to target her, and every time they do so, they try to already um, um, make her uh, a subject of character assassination. It was a well-oiled machine. We've seen it um, even the instruments of um, of the government and even offices of the administration, even the president shall pulpit was used against her. Um, but um, it, um, in the end, um, if we are going to take a look at the recent survey, she's going high, higher than higher every day. Um, so she was uh, very low um, at the start of the year. Right now, where she's in a very comfortable spot, um, just a, a stone, throw, stone throw away from uh, a gaining victory once in a while. Are you referring to the latest uh, social weather station survey that was conducted October 20 to 23? 
Yes. Where she and placed that was, uh, 19th. 19th. By 11%. Yes. Prior to that, we were uh, ranked 32nd, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Christian. And, 22nd? And 32nd. 32nd. And she's even in jail. She cannot campaign. She has been uh, a victim of character assassination. They tried everything to, th- uh, to throw um, to, her, uh, to her, but she remains steadfast. And she's climbing higher and higher every day. Of course, uh, I'm sure that uh, those people who tried to silence her are now shivering. Because the, the reason why um, they tried to silence her is because they're afraid of what uh, Senator Ayatollah can do. Her track record speaks for herself. She has done a lot of um, um, great things. And she has been courageous in the fight against corruption. Um, against um, human rights abusers, so she will, um, she will, um, she will do her best. Her our spirit remains intact, and us in her team will do whatever it takes to make sure that she uh, she gets vindicated. Okay, so basically, since the uh, official campaign period hasn't begun yet, uh, that will start uh, in February for national candidates. This position of yours, of your candidate in the latest SWS survey, you see that more of more as a positive development. You are in a good position now. That's, that's, how a very, you see it. that's a very uh, positive development in our opinion um, because we don't have the resources like those people who are on, on top of us. And um, we were um, a subject of character assassination, but we are still uh, climbing up the, um, the service. Why? It's because the people see that Senator Lima's track record is, um, is excellent. As I mentioned a while ago, Christian, she remains to be one of the most prolific legislators. Uh, did you know that she filed more than 500 bills and resolutions while in jail? While in jail, including the Four Peace Act, yung mga pang-ayuda for, uh, for the public, including the Senior Carta um, for the Poor and the Senior Citizens Commission Act. And, so, and how many, if I may ask, how many of these uh, bills uh, were principally authored by Senator Delima? Uh, around um, 19, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, it's more than... Um, um, and then the, there are more than um, close to 500 bills and resolutions, around 19, maybe two of And um, indeed, um, they were principally authored by Senator Dario Delima himself. And I always ask that uh, uh, to those who are running for legislative positions because it's easy to piggyback on another candidate's uh, or another legislator's bill or resolution. So here, she clarified that she was the principal author. She was the principal author, including the Four Peace Act um, and the Senior Citizens Act, the PWDs Act, and the Magna Carta for the Poor, the Rights of the Poor itself. well, we know that uh, the, the current uh, political uh, environment so far has been very, very chaotic, especially uh, in the days leading to the deadline of the substitution for candidacies last uh, November 15. Now, we're talking here of a presidential election in 2022, although there are other positions at stake, including uh, 12 seats in the Senate. Now, given the fact that uh, naturally the voters will be focused on the presidential candidates, do you see this as a plus, something that you could take advantage of? So that perhaps uh, whoever your opponents or critics uh, might be, they won't have much time compared before to focus or target your candidate because they might be busy looking at other things. Uh, we're very much um, comfortable with being scrutinized, uh, Christian. Senator Ayadolima has never been averse if, um, um, against any kind of scrutiny. So even if they target Senator Ayadolima, again, um, if we're going to take a look at her track record, um, it's stellar. 
But I agree with you that the people will be concentrating on the presidential candidate. And Senator de Lima is part of um, the senatorial slate of VP uh, Lady Robredo, another person who has a stellar track record. So it's just a, so whatever they do, they will try to attack these candidates. The only thing that they can um, provide maybe are fake news. It's just a question of will will they be will they succeed in feeding false information to the people? And and the people um, will um, hopefully fight back these sources of fake news and will see uh, light and will will um, will actually choose facts over fiction. Okay, let's talk about your 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 plans, your strategy uh, in terms of actual campaign once the actual campaign starts in February. Although today, wala namang pinagbabawal in the sense na early campaigning. Na. We, we know that for a fact. Legally, hindi siya bawal. So many candidates have been going around already uh, under the guise of a listening tour, a consultation, etc., etc. But how difficult has it been so far for her to basically join the fray, to be physically outside, which is impossible now? And how do you intend to uh, somehow go over that hump? Well, it's campaigning uh, in detention, basically. Campaigning in detention. First of all, first is we're also facing the same kind of logistical and financial difficulties like VP Lenny, because of course a lot of people are averse in donating, especially uh, um, for uh, to Senator Nyla de Lima. But um, aside from that. We cannot even have our principal or Senator Lima herself join the sorties, and it's important for the people to physically see her. Uh, nonetheless, uh, we of course there will be representatives in the sorties. That's first, but more importantly, we're relying on the people, the people's, uh, the people themselves to campaign for Senator Laila de Lima, uh, as opposed to the traditional kind of um, campaigning where in the it will be the principal who will give um, all the directives to um, to her team. Right now, it's us. Um, people who are campaigning for um, Senator Lima. In other words, where we have to rely on people's volunteerism, and we're seeing it right now on the ground. It's quite inspiring that they they haven't forgotten uh, Senator Lima, even though they they attempted to gang her into submission. But do you think that would be enough for her to win a seat uh, in the Senate? The fact That's, that uh, physically people won't see her. Well, what's um, what's interesting um, about every election, Christian? If we've seen it, um, there are surprises. Right, and there is no one single formula to win an elections, no. Um, precisely because the um, terrain changes every national elections, the complexion changes every uh, depending on what the people needs and the pulse of the people. So we think that even though the senator it will not be physically um, around during the campaign, that um, that shouldn't be a hindrance for the people to be aware of what she really did. For the nation, if Vipileni uh, said that um, in order, pagkamahal mo, ipaglaban mo, the people will see that Senator Nyla de Lima really loves the nation because since day one, she already fought for the nation, she fought for the people, she fought for the victims of war on drugs, she fought for human rights and social justice in the Philippines, and hopefully that would be um, enough. We'll do our best, but it will be up to the people to decide whether her stellar track record and her advocacy will be enough. Uh, for her to be the elected once again to the Senate. Okay, but of, of course, again, it depends on the political climate. I think uh, one uh, one example that people might uh, look at was the case of Senator Tellanis in 2007 when he won a Senate seat while basically detained. But we know for a fact that the situation then was different. Uh, the sitting president was very unpopular, and the fact that he won, that was considered as more, as more of a hate vote against the sitting president, a protest vote. That's why they picked Senator uh, Trillanes. But in this case, um, would you agree that the situation is different? The president remains popular, and that 
particular uh, situation which uh, we saw in 2007 might not necessarily be uh, seen in 2022. Well, you are correct that this is not unprecedented wherein a person um, got elected as senator in the past, like in the case of Senator uh, Trillianes. Um, but as you know, Christian, even though the sitting president is popular, that does not necessarily translate to votes for his slate. Uh, we've seen that for President Aquino. President Aquino remained very, very popular, but President Duterte won. In other how about words, against your candidate? But against our uh, candidate, um, you mean whether or not uh, I mean, it's the, popular? No, no. I mean, I mean the president, given his popularity and his tirades against your candidate, don't you think this could also be still a very strong factor that could go against your candidate? We've uh, we've taken that into consideration and uh, we saw that as a reality. Um, at the end of it all, will uh, are the people not tired of such kinds of tirades? Um, in the end, we have to see our track record and um, um, and the performance in office. The performance of um, in office of Senator Dila de Lima, as I've mentioned, remains to be stellar. So I think the people will see that. Ultimately, the people are um, um, maybe swayed by some rhetoric, but they will not be. Um, they will hopefully um, see the fact that Senator Dila de Lima's track record speaks for itself. Okay, let's talk about uh, the existing cases against her. So there were three that were filed against her, right? Committing yes, conspiracy, a conspiracy to commit drug trade, right? To engage are, in drug trade. There are three um, conspiracy to commit drug trading and one disobedience of someone spending in the Metropolitan Trial Court. Okay, wag mo na natin pag-usapan yung disobedience. Let's talk about the major ones, okay? So acquitted na siya sa isa, right? Yes, uh, our demurital evidence was granted. The court um, itself stated that there was no strong evidence linking Senator Lionel D. De Lima to, uh, to drugs. That was in February, right? That was in February. Now, what is the status of the two other cases? For the two, for the two other cases, one, our demurital evidence was not granted, um, unfortunately, and that is also pending before the Court of Appeals, our certiorari, and it is set to uh, trial is set to continue in that particular case. Unfortunately, the trial uh, judge there actually inhibited once again, so there are around five trial judges who have already inhibited themselves from trying Senator Bidima's case. A lot of them perhaps are afraid of um, their profession, um, of their safety, or of their lives. Uh, we know for a fact that this is a politically exclusive. Very politically exclusive, um, explosive case. For that is for criminal case one six five. Wait, afraid case, of who? Afraid of who? Uh, well, of course, you are not very much safe um, under um, an environment of impunity. So whether or not um, uh, there are specific threats that are being thrown against these trial judges, I cannot speak for themselves. Uh, but definitely, the environment judiciary is not safe. We've had the highest number of deaths of lawyers and even judges inside their chambers, right? So, and considering that this is a very, very controversial case, and there were manufactured uh, pieces of evidence presented before the trial courts, it's difficult. And we understand that the lives of trial judges are difficult, which is why um, five of them, as evidence by five of them, actually inhibiting themselves from trying this case. So, How about the uh, the third case? The third case, um, again, uh, I think three or four judges have already inhibited uh, themselves in that case, which is why it, it wasn't moving for more than uh, to close for, uh, to a year or more than a year, if I'm not mistaken. It is now moving. Unfortunately, COVID happened. The lockdown of court reports happened. Um, and we have um, in the tri- we have a pending motion for bail there. there. And um, we are expecting that the, um, that the trial there and the hearings will resume soon. So what are the chances that she could be set free in time for the campaign or at least before the elections? 
Well, Christian, I just want to characterize these three cases. Um, um, all of these cases are characterized by three things. The first one is there are no drugs. There, these are supposed to be drug cases, but they weren't able to present any single of drug, uh, any single gram of drugs. And as we know, in drug cases, we call that we call the drugs uh, being traded the corpus delicti of yeah. the case. In other case, if there's no drugs, this is not a drug case, so it should be bailable. So there's no drugs. There's no trail of money. The AMLAC uh, AMLC um, witness that was presented by the prosecution stated that Senator Delima has no um, connection whatsoever, has no trail track record of um, of laundered money. And number three, the evidence, all of them are relying only on incredible convicted drug lords. Yung mga laway lang ang pulhunan ng sinasabi namin dyan, no? And uh, in fact, there are other credible um, witnesses such as um, government officials like General Magalong when he was CITG's chief. Categorically stated there, that there was no report whatsoever linking Center de Lima to Trans Intelligence Report. The AMLC officers I've mentioned and even PIDEA. Uh, PDA yeah. officer said that there are there is no record linking Center de Lima to drugs. Nonetheless, they charged Senator De Lima with um, conspiracy to commit drug trade. Because of the testimonies of the uh, convicted criminals. Drug lords. And I drug just want to say for the last uh, part that one of the drug lords openly admitted him um, to be um, to be a drug trader and he said that Senator De Lima, and he gave uh, money to Senator De Lima. That particular um, um, person uh, in the name of Capones, all right, they, we charge him for, for drug trading the Department of Justice, even though he already um, confessed in open court that he is a drug trader, did not want to file cases, even though he um, he is not um, he is not um, a state witness. So why okay. is it that they are refusing to charge those people who are openly admitting in open court that they are drug traders? They are not charging them, but they are charging the Senate, Senator Lila de Lima, um, even though there, are, there is no record stating that he is engaged in drugs. So what's, what's, really, your, what's your answer to that uh, question? It is very clear. It is political persecution. They are trying to, they try to silence Senator Lila de Lima, uh, drag her into submission because she was investigating the war on drugs. It was the president himself who said, I will destroy you in public. Okay. And uh, the Department of Justice is just um, um, is just heeding the orders of the uh, chief executive. Is there still any chance for her to be granted bail? I mean, how slim, however slim, is that that chance maybe? Um, we are hopeful because we have a pending motion for bail for criminal case one six seven and for criminal case one six five. Our motion for bail is pending, uh, was denied, but um, a certiorari was filed before the Court of Appeal. Uh, so we're hopeful, um, but we know for a fact that it will take time and they will use the entire machinery of the state to ensure that Senator Gael Lima uh, remains to be silenced. Um, but so we will be operating under that assumption that they okay. will um, they, that she will be silenced by this administration. But we will still campaign very hard, and the people will respond to this um, um, organized attempt by the administration to okay. silence her. Speaking of that organized attempt by the administration to silence her, and given the physical limitations she has because of her detention, how do you intend, for example, not just to um, relay? Her, her platform, but also at the same time answer the uh, the criticisms against her, the myths, the fake news, the propaganda against her. For instance, we saw that we saw this a few years ago during the House hearing. Right? She was ridiculed by, by a good number of congressmen, pinagtawanan, uh, they issued misogynistic remarks, etc. etc. Now, definitely madidinigyan ulit siguro no? and the campaign trail. Sabihin, eh, drug lord ka naman, eh, pinagbintanga ka, ganyan, nagmamalins ka, di ba? How do you intend to counter those uh, on the campaign trail? 
Alam mo, maganda question. They threw everything on uh, her, including uh, Christian. The, the, the kitchen sink, Christian. No? So, ang ibig sabihin yan, paglabas sila ng kahit na ano pa, wala na tayo, wala na silang may lalabas pag etc. Diba? Inimbento na nila lahat. Pinakulong na nga nila yung tao eh. Diba? So, ano pang ibabato nila na hindi pa kahihiya-hiya? Diba? Inimbento na nila lahat. Pinahiya na si Severin de Lima. She remains to be steadfast. She, uh, has, uh, her spirit remains to be indomitable. And kahit na paulit-ulitin nila yan, ang sabi ng mga sasabi ng mga tao dyan, uh, lumang tutugin na yan. Para bang yung pangako na six months, six months, hmm, lumang tutugin na yan. Alam na namin yung katotohanan. No? That's what we're hoping for. So even if they try to, um, to once again show all these, uh, invent facts, Um, invent um, even um, um, yung mga katatawanan na pinagagawa sa kanya. Luma na yun. Luma na yun. At makikita ng tao, marirealize sila, Senator Nyla Dalima was the only opposition figure, ha, by the way, um, apart from B.B. Lenny perhaps, um, um, in office, who was consistent since day one. Hindi na mahimik. Hindi tumigil. Uh, i-criticize yung administration sa lahat ng mga kapalapakan nila for all their atrocities and especially especially the war on drugs which um, is per data um, remains to be a war against the poor and was ineffective actually in stopping uh, drugs. Now what will be the focus of her campaign messaging? Because whenever people hear Central Lila Dilimam human rights ang pumapasok sa utak nila of course her um, her criticisms against the drug war but how would you craft the campaign message to make it more effective to the people uh, during in the context of the 2022 elections? Well, um, Senator Raya Dilima's uh, primary advocacy when she announced, uh, she said that it's going to be not just justice, but social justice. Naniniwala kasi Senator Raya Dilima that um, um, it is important that those people who are vulnerable will also um, get more um, in law. So it's justice, social justice, uh, human rights, uh, judicial reform, and even the West Philippine Sea no? and independent foreign policy. Senator Laila Delima will constantly communicate that through her representatives. I expect to be one of them. Um, I've been joining um, authorities and um, town hall meetings, including her uh, chief of staff and her relatives. No? So how do we plan to uh, package that? Uh, right now, Christian, the struggle really is real. We don't have sufficient money because um, Senator Dilima, even though she had, she was the former Secretary of Justice, uh, Chairperson of the Commission on Human Rights, never enriched herself while in office. She has no um, um, she she has no track record of um, of or uh, corruption. Diba? Ang binakapata sa kanya, droga. Pero corruption, wala yan. Walang, walang, walang ginawa sa Terrellima na masama while in office. No? So, the struggle is real, but definitely a lot of well-meaning people are starting to help us, including volunteers, and we'll remain focused on that. Okay. Her, her tormentor, if I may use that term, President Duterte himself is running for the Senate. Is she looking forward to at least debate with him or in case both of them win? What kind of scenario is, is she looking at at the Senate floor? Well, the persecutor uh, will try to witness it in Senate. I don't know why. After uh, being president, she's always abs- he's already always absent, and we rarely see him except on, on his uh, midnight shows. And Senator Raya Delima looks forward to debating with him, seeing him um, in, in the plenary sessions. Hopefully, Senator Raya Delima will already, has already been vindicated by that time, and even work with him. He, Senator Nelly is ready to work with anyone 
um, for so long as the advocacy is for the people and our measures that are consistent with her advocacies. So yes, um, let's see if um, the people will still vote for um, for Senator uh, Dimas number one persecutor, the president himself. Okay, in terms of that issue of human rights, um, often people might misconstrue the idea of human rights as very, very vague um, to abstract as an issue. So it's very hard uh, for many of us to perhaps fathom what human rights really mean, except perhaps in the context of the drug war. Pero given the experience that we've all had over the past uh, five years under this administration, do you think somehow that uh, certain uh, changes for the better uh, have been seen? That perhaps this particular issue of human rights, because it's very, very important, people are, have begun to understand its importance even more. And that, that could be a very central issue in the campaign. The, the only reason why um, there was some, some disdain against human rights was, as I mentioned a while ago, Christian, uh, apart from an organized attempt to silence Senator Right Lima, there was an organized um, attempt as well to uh, belittle the importance of human rights. Why? Because uh, human rights is our ultimate weapon against oppressors, against persecutors. And that's the reason why they're trying to uh, malign this whole concept of human rights. But the, um, in the drug war, even according to the uh, data of the Philippine National Police itself, there are around 30,000 people who were, uh, who were killed. Um, and these deaths were all related to the drug war. And, and that's a lot of number. A lot of, a lot of people have been uh, murdered under this administration. Of course, the people themselves have, been, uh, have seen this firsthand. And I don't think that the Philippine people would want a society that is based on killings and deaths. And, um, and, and, um, and most of them are actually uh, from uh, are, are the poorest of the poor. No? Um, so yes, and, and after the investigation of the ICC is concluded, we're very hopeful about that. People will see that indeed human rights violators and uh, persecutors themselves will be held into account. And those people who have authored the drug war, including President Duterte, perhaps Senator Bato, um, and everyone else who will be prosec from, um, prosecuted by the ICC should already prepare their defense because um, um, the records are clear and they've really authored um, um, the crime against humanity of murder against the Filipino people. Attorney Dino De Leon, thank you for joining us tonight on the program. Thank you very much, Christian, and good evening once again. We're taking a short break. After the fact, we'll be right back. <laughs> 